E-Tidings Cosmos Good morning, 21st century world of worlds. This is Radio Richard Ireland, coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. Thormila Falcher Rothansha Hear this, listener. Give it here your fullness of ear. From the beginning there is breath, and upon that breath there are words. There is something mystical these February mornings about driving along on the meandering roads, beneath pencil-sketched trees, through fields and valleys, and along by rivers, lakes and streams. For everywhere is bedecked with white frost and swirls of low clouds, leisurely making their way skywards. All is a-glistening, all is a-glowing in the warming sunshine. Even me and my magic carpet. Standing looking at a car park, a thought came to me. That the mind could be like that, all the ideas parked in precision-marked spaces. Definitely such, though, is not the case in my mind. Maybe there are some people who have their minds set up like that. Perhaps a robot would, an artificial intelligence. And I notice people getting into the cars. That is, a mind getting into minds, and within each person is another mind. So ideas within ideas within ideas. In today's broadcast... I will be reading some more from Shakespeare, Lucretius, and Chuangzi. A reading from A Midsummer Night's Dream. Go, one of you, find out the forester, for now our observation is performed, and since we have the vow word of the day, my love shall hear the music of my hounds. Uncouple in the western valley, let them go. Dispatch, I say, and find the forester. We will, fair queen, up to the mountain's top, and mark the musical confusion of hounds and echo in conjunction. I was with Hercules and Cadmus once, when in a wood of Crete they bade the bear with hounds of Sparta. Never did I hear such gallant chiding, for besides the groves, the skies, the fountains, Every region near seemed all one mutual cry. I never had so musical a discord, such sweet thunder. My hounds are bred out of the Spartan kind, so fluid, so sanded, and their heads are hung with ears that sweep away the morning dew, crook-kneed and dew-lapped like Thessalian bulls, slow in pursuit, but matched in mouth like bells each under each. A cry more tunable was never hollered to, not cheered with horn in Crete, in Sparta, nor in Thessaly. Judge when you hear. But soft, what nymphs are these? My lord, this is my daughter here asleep, and this Lysander, this Demetrius is, this is Helena, or Nida's Helena. I wonder of their being here together. No doubt they rose up early to observe the rite of May, 
and hearing our intent, came here in grace for our solemnity. But speak, Aegeus, is not this the day that Hermia should give answer of her choice? It is, my lord. Go bid the huntsmen wake them with their horns. A reading and continuity from the first century B.C. poem On the Nature of Things by the Roman poet and philosopher Titus Lucretius Carus. This terror, then, this darkness of the mind, not sunrise with its flaring spokes of light, nor glittering arrows of morning can disperse, but only nature's aspect and her law, which teaching us had this exordium. Nothing from nothing ever yet was born. Fear holds dominion over mortality only because, seeing in land and sky so much the cause whereof no wise they know, men think divinities are working there. Meantime, when once we know from nothing still nothing can be create, we shall divine more clearly what we seek those elements from which alone all things created are, and how accomplished by no tool of God's. Suppose all sprang from all things. Any kind might take its origin from anything, no fixed seed required. Men from the sea might rise, and from the land the scaly breed, and fowl full-fledged come bursting from the sky. The horned cattle, the herds, and all the wild would haunt with varying offspring, tilt and waste. Now would the same fruits keep their olden trees, but each might grow from any stock or limb by chance and change? Indeed, and were there not for each its procreant atoms, could things have each its unalterable mother old? But since produced from fixed seeds are all, each bird goes forth from the shores of light from its own stuff, from its own primal bodies, and all from all cannot become, because in each resides a secret power its own. An interpretation, after my own fashioning, of some lines from the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. The North Three Star visitor spoke to me, saying, Human, relay for me some words on your present existence. Your existence as a human on this planet they call Earth. There are times here on this my terrestrial island home, which the humans called Era, when I like to go off on my own into the hills, especially on days when there are nice soft breezes blowing, that I may mount the wind and float along with it for a few miles before coming down to alight again on the ground. When being blown along by the breeze, I think of home and how it was so easy for me to move from one place to another just by thought, out of an appearance and into an appearance in but a moment, be the distance travelled a mere mile to billions of miles. 
All the same, I am grateful to be able to float on the wind here, but I dare not let any human see me do so, for they would consider me to be unnatural. Anything considered unnatural, that is, outside their experience of reality, they have serious issues with it. They have been getting around from place to place, either by sitting on the backs of animals, or in boxes with two long handles on either side, supported and carried along by each other, or things they have made, such as iron or plastic boxes of various sizes and designs, set on wheels, which are wrapped in a black spongy substance they call rubber. They have also managed to make such boxes in kind to fly in the air. Even those which can travel beyond the atmosphere of the planet. Some have had them take them as far as the local moon, and they have plans to have them take them even further. The problem with all these human manufactured means of transportation is they all need some fuel of some kind to keep them running. Even their animals and they themselves need food to keep them going. I miss having not to depend on so many things. From the moment I wake in the morning until I close my eyes at night do I know myself to be dependent upon so many things? The human being, and by extension human society, is all about excessive dependencies, especially of the artificial kind. And that dependency on the latter is becoming more and more intense. I have little choice but to go along with most of it, given that I am presently of a human form, living in a human society. In a dawn reverie of this new day, meditated I on what an immortal self of mine did say, did lovingly relay, way back in days of long gone by, for a future mortal of himself, when he did word. O mortal self of mine, when with living in your own realm and time, you will know yourself to have been begotten of me, all my wisdom and knowledge your inheritance to be, and the cosmos will you call your greater home. All right, I will leave it at that for today. Enjoy taking very good care of yourself and those around you. Be ever so grateful for your many blessings, and spare a thought too for peoples living in faraway places, in all different kinds of situations, often very difficult and not at all of their own making.
You have been listening to Radio Richard Ireland, on the air globally for about 15 minutes Monday to Friday, and occasionally on the weekends. It is truly an honor to have your listening. May you be a blessing unto yourself by way of your past, by way of your present, and by way of your future. Slán agus banacht lát. <laughs>